Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I am a life transformation and mindset coach who supports others on their life journey. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are from wellness, healing, spirituality, empowerment, self-discovery, sobriety, parenting, mental health, energy, intuition, and so much more. There are so many good things here for you. So thank you for joining us today for your own self-project journey. I want to welcome to the show today, Jennifer Chapman. Jennifer has got a really incredible story for us. She's going to hopefully tell us a little bit more about how she has shifted this year and she found the passion and need to coach others through life's challenges, mentally and emotionally utilizing her own experience. She has created Just Commit Coaching and she offers a one-to-one coaching program for people primarily Uh, from their 20s to 40s that need and want to find a way to accept and embrace the new version of themselves and how to move forward. Jennifer has several published articles and she is working on a collab that she's hopefully going to tell us more about that's going to be launching next summer. So Jennifer, I just have to tell you, thank you so much for taking your time to be here today to share with us, to share more of your story. Did you mind just kind of telling us more about you and a little bit more of your, your backstory? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, by the way, on your show. This is fantastic. Yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, I'm born and raised in Indianapolis um, to an awesome, incredible, close family. And, um, you know, I suffered a, 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 when life was going really, really well, um, you know, life can sometimes hit you in the face. And the first time that happened to me was when I was 11 and I lost my mom tragically, suddenly. Um, so that, that was when I first, I mean, I was, it was two weeks before I was going into sixth grade. So, um, that was the first time I had to quickly shift and try and understand a new normal, um, with my dad and my brother. And luckily I had, I had close grandparents on both sides of the family that kind of helped raise my brother and I, my dad was still working full time. And, um, shortly after that, I, I, I found therapy through playing tennis. I picked up a racket and, um, fell in love with it. And, and that's where I really took out all of my, my frustration. I would say looking back now, I did so more than I realized then, you know, I just thought I was a super competitive person and hated to lose. And, and, um, but looking back now, it was much, that, that's what I was taking my, um, you know, frustration out on was dealing with that. And it was through competitive tennis. I did that. Um, and then kind of accepting a a new person in my dad's life. Um, you know, he waited over five years to do so, but, um, you know, accepting that was really hard. Uh, I didn't really understand it. Right. Until I I got to college and, and knew that he needed someone in his life. Um, and they're still together to this day and she's wonderful and fantastic, but that was, that was hard for me as a teenager to understand, like, who is this person? And, um, but yeah, I got through college and, and professionally I've spent 15 years in corporate sales mostly, um, which has been really great in a lot of ways, great culture, great 
team, great management. Um, I've, I've been with a couple really, really great companies. Um, but in 2016, um, when I turned 34 and I'd celebrated the best sales year of my career, um, is when I realized when I turned 34, that's how old my mom was when she passed. So that was already like my epiphany, um, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, I still have so much to, to do and see and want to, want to be, um, so that was hard. And then realizing nine months later, as I'm ending another fiscal year with my, my company, um, what I was transitioning into a new role. And, and, um, so I was, I knew I was stressed, but I didn't realize how stressed I was. Um, woke up one morning, getting ready for my new, my new gig and didn't feel right. Um, called my aunt who is, who's my person aside from my dad. I call her for everything. She was my mom's sister and super close. So I was like, I don't feel right. And she's like, you don't sound right. She could tell my voice was changing. And um, I, I knew that and I didn't go into panic. I, it was just kind of like putting, taking one step at a time and called 911 myself and got to the hospital very quickly. Um, but it, it took about eight to 12 hours for the physicians to realize I'd had a stroke at 34. And um, that's not what my mom passed away from, but no one in my family had ever had a stroke. So I think that that's what the doctors, even at first, because of my age, perhaps didn't realize like, that's what this could be until they found the clot. Uh, so I spent over a week in the hospital and, and, um, and then 10 days in acute rehab because I had to learn kind of, it shifted, it, it, it affected my, my ability to walk, uh, my balance, if you will. So I just kind of had to get my gait right and um, lost part of my vision, which no one can see. So we can talk more about, about that piece of it. But anyways, I, Rehab, I'd spent five months in an outpatient rehab and, and um, went back to my company who was super supportive of me and, and stayed there for another year and a half, but realized it was time for me to do more. So I left there last year and, and um, I am now focused on, I guess, through through overcoming the stroke, I will tell you, it was more challenging for me mentally and emotionally. So therapy didn't work for me. So that's when I was referred to a life coach myself and worked with her for about eight months to really understand there was purpose behind this. And it took a really long time for me to grasp that, but um, I've done so and, and, and now want to be able to pay it forward for others because there's young people out there every single day that, that are having strokes and, and even some other, um, you know, diagnoses that, that are happening at a younger age that can really challenge someone and really they have a hard time coping with wanting to say, why me? Um, so I, I want to help others understand like there's purpose for everything. And here's how you can help overcome the mental and emotional challenges that you're having with accepting your new normal. Wow. What an incredible story. Thank you for sharing. Um, at the age of 34, like you said, a stroke, that's, that's so young. So you really think that it was the stress and all of that that compounded, you know, stress is, Oh, plays a factor always. But I think the harder part for me was they could not find the, the root cause of it for 18 months. So once I had rehabbed physically um, and was back to work, I was trying to figure out why am I crying every day? Why can I not control my emotions? Why I didn't know I was filled with so much anxiety and fear of having another one. Um, but it took them a year and a half to find the cause. And it was due to a um, a dissection of my vertebral artery. So a small tear in the back of my neck, um, that they finally found. 
and it's so small that obviously they didn't see it for a long time, but, um, we keep an eye on it and I, I get MRIs and things and, and, um, and finding out, I don't know how I got that. That's the question. I, I think it was from working out, but we can't really pinpoint that. So that also has changed for me is how do I relieve stress? I can't work out the way I used to because, um, my, my, um, vocal cord is paralyzed as well. Again, no one can see that deficit that I have, but it affects my ability to breathe. So I have to be able to catch a deep breath and cardio doesn't allow me to do that. So. And then you were saying about your vision as well. You said nobody, nobody can see that, but do you still have a loss of vision? I do. I don't, I don't have about 40 to 45% of it and no one would know that. So it's, you know, it's, I adapt to it every single day and, and, I've gone through a lot of therapy to kind of work on how best to cope with it. And I'm blessed that after a few months I was able to get my license back, but that's, that's, it's stressful every single time I hop in the car because I can be as on point as, as I possibly can be, but doesn't mean everybody else is. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great question. Um, a couple of the, the things that stand out to me was really finding gratitude in the small things. I knew my perspective ha- had shifted, um, but when you really put pen to paper and can reflect on your day, um, which is what I've done over the last couple of years, man, do I appreciate the small things where before you took them for granted, like, you know, hop, getting out of bed in the morning, grabbing your cup of coffee and getting ready for the day. Like that's just routine. But for me to be able to sit and enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning for, for a half hour before I start my day is comforting to me. Um, it allows me to kind of reflect and also to practice meditation, which I had never done before, but, um, implementing about 10 minutes to do that every day really just keeps me calm and, and collected. Um, and lower stress. Um, and, and I don't even, I don't even allow myself to feel as stressed as I used to, to be about certain things. And I think that that that's why, especially all the outside noise that's happening. Like a lot of people are really taking this pandemic, um, really hard, but for me, and maybe it's because of the things I've gone through it, I'm well aware I can't control it. So there's nothing I can do about that. And I, I just, continue to focus on me and this in in a self-care routine um, and to make sure I am at the best level I can be to then serve other people. I think that that's a really important reminder. Like you said, is have to focus on us first, then that way we can get back to, you know, like we said, serving other people, serving our families, our communities, everything. I want to kind of circle back to something that you said a while ago, how 
younger and younger now we're seeing people, like you said, not only with strokes, but other diseases popping up or other, um, you know, like mysterious symptoms and ailments. And why do you think, like, do you have any theories on, on my, why this might be? Is it our increased, you know, again, stress loads, just collective fear? Like, do you have any theories on that? Why? That's a good question. I, I would, I think it depends on what it is. Like if we're talking about, I mean, stroke, there's lots of causes for stroke. So if there's things that you can control, then do them. Um, whether, you know, it's blood pressure is a huge factor. Smoking is a huge factor. Um, I mean, stress is always a factor, but if you can control those things, obviously that's going to lower your risk. Um, same with, you know, cancer diagnosis is just as can be, of course, just as traumatic. Um, but there's people that I know that don't have any family history of that and take really good care of themselves and they've been diagnosed with it. So I just feel like you gotta, you've got to want to care so much about yourself and do everything you possibly can to, you know, avoid it at all costs. But sometimes, you, you know, you can't. Yeah. Sometimes there's, like you said, a lot of things are out of control. So out of your control. So again, do we want to spend all of our time worrying and trying to control the things that we can't? Right. So do you kind of mind telling us um, what, what you do, how you're helping other people and what kind of programs or maybe services that you offer for others? Yes. Um, So right now I'm I'm just working with one-on-one clients. Um, It's been just a great starting point for me and I think that people feel more comfortable opening up when it's one-on-one versus potentially a group setting. Um, and I know that, I mean, that's what worked for me. So um, right now it's, it's, it's a three month program. Um, and we just kind of, again, I'm, I want to help others that are in that mid twenties to 40 range that, that are trying to overcome a traumatic or life-changing event. And I have found that, you know, the physical, aspect of things you can, you can accept first. Um, but it's the mental and emotional, um, overwhelm that, that occurs, that it's like, how can I, how can I move through this? How can I move forward? And that's what I learned with, with my life coaches. Let's accept the present situation. Let's learn how to move forward versus with a therapist. And there's no, there, there's a complete purpose for, for therapy. But when I went personally, it was diving so much into my past that I would just walk out emotionally drained. So with coaching, it's, I had to learn how to accept and embrace this new version of me and and knowing it's a better version of me. And it took me a really long time to get there and understand that. Um, So that's what I, through my program, I've created certain brand pillars that I want to focus on um, with my clients through the aspect of faith and how that has helped me, Uh, health and wellness, intentional. and mindfulness piece of it, the gratitude piece of it and support. And that I was blessed with the best support system I, I could ever imagine, but that's not always the case either. And everybody needs someone to help get them through what they're going through. And sometimes it's not their spouse or their loved ones or their friends, but they need someone. I completely agree with you. Um, I think just support and community of some kind. Like you said, it may not be your spouse or your friends, or even sometimes it's easier to speak to somebody like this in a coaching situation that you don't really know, or that you've maybe heard their story or connected with them. 
And like you said, it's easier to almost share in that platform. So I think it's really important what you're doing. So I love that this, that you're walking them through these different pillars because each of these things, you know, come into aspect of our life, faith. And I love health and wellness. Um, I myself too have had something, some uh, kind of neck issues happen this year where I had to really cut back on my fitness levels and the workouts that I was doing. And that was like, I had an adjustment period and a struggle with that because again, working out probably, it sounds like for you too, is a big stress reliever, a big way for me to blow off steam and um, just kind of get that aggression tension, like, you know, the crappy stuff inside out. So with that, I mean, this is kind of more of a personal question. What kind of, um, like, what kind of things have you transitioned to different fitness things? So yeah, the biggest, the biggest change for me when I was I, I was coming from like an intense boot camp style workout about five days a week. And I loved and had never considered until after this all happened to find a passion for Pilates. And that has been extremely therapeutic for me um, in all, in all facets of my life, let alone physically. It's been great. And from a, you know, like I said, therapeutic standpoint and, and stretching and, um, trying to help heal my body and from that sense, but just emotionally and mentally and spiritually, just being in a, in a good place for that 45 minutes and focusing just on that. And don't let anyone fool you. Pilates is extremely challenging every time. Uh, I just never knew that that was just never my type of workout before, but now I don't, I don't, I can't imagine not doing it. Plus the social aspect of the women that are in the, in the class in our studio, they're fantastic and super supportive and, it's just kind of an open forum for that 45 minutes, you know, where everybody feels just kind of comfortable chatting about whatever it may be on top of getting that workout in. I love that. So thank you. That was more of a personal question just for me. I'm like, I like to kind of hear what other people have found success with or really enjoyed because yeah, I'm very much like you. I like the more intense, you know, workouts, more kind of weightlifting and things like that. Right. Right. So most definitely. Would you, um, do you kind of mind sharing where we can find you and connect with you online if somebody wanted to um, come and follow you? Yeah, please. Um, so I have a business page on Instagram called Just Commit Coaching. Um, and if anyone's interested in a complimentary session, they can email me at jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com. Uh, I'm totally open to having that, that conversation with somebody. There's, there's people that maybe don't even know they need this yet until they explore it a little bit more. They might be scared or hesitant or afraid, um, but let's talk through that and see, see if there's more that we can, we can do together. Um, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn too. I'm from a professional networking side. I, I enjoy that platform um, and Facebook just under my, under my name. So you can connect with me in a lot of ways, but um yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from from somebody that that's looking for that support, that cheerleader. Awesome. I love it. Everything's going to be linked in show notes too. So you'll be able to scroll right down and connect right away with Jennifer. And um, I also, do you kind of mind sharing with us? I saw here that you have a collaboration uh, going on with some other women. Do you kind of mind sharing maybe a sneak peek with us of what you've got going on that's going to release? Yeah, thank you. Um, I I connected with uh, a, a lady up in Canada who does this is like her 10th collab 
Um, and it's called Soology, which I love. So she has found 20 of us from all over, all over the world. I, I don't know where the furthest one is from, but that really have empowering stories of triumph. And, and um, so we're just kind of, we each get a chapter to kind of, you know, share a little bit about our story and, and what we're doing now. And it'll be published next summer. So. Oh my gosh, that is so, so cool. Yes, I, I, I think there's going to be a little bit for, for everybody in there. You know, so one story is going to hit differently for someone than it would, you know, someone else. I love that. I love books like that too, where you almost, yeah, you get a little bit of a different perspective and a little bit of a different story and just different little tidbits. Yeah. So hoping, you know, our stories resonate with a little bit, you know, everybody out there, everybody's gone through something. Absolutely. And I think that, like you said, that's the important the important thing to remember, I kind of wanted to touch back on where you said therapy is like absolutely 100% has a place, you know, but um, I've always heard too, it's more where you're kind of looking in the past and patterns and things like that. So I really love um, also coaching is just like you said about taking a look at you, where are you at right now? And like very forward or very future forward and like, you know, where can we get you to where you're going? So I think that that's, that that's just like you said, so beautiful. It's like if you need that support of where can we get you to where you're going? Have you had changes? Like, like let's just support you. So yes. Beautiful. So I just have to say, um, thank you so much for being here today. Is there anything else that maybe we didn't cover? I feel like we covered so much already, but maybe that we didn't cover or that you wanted to share or touch on. I don't think so. I just I, I think that everybody needs somebody and I, I want them to feel like they've got the support if maybe they don't have it, you know, in their personal life, in their home and their, you know, with their friends professionally, whatever that looks like, there's someone out there for you that can help you get through whatever you're going through and get to the other side. And you, and it's important for people to, to find that and want to find it. You have to want to find it. That's the key. I mean, that, you know, people explain that, that their, their problems or their issues every day, but until you want to change it, you yourself, you're going to still be in that place. So it's, it's taking that first step. So Jennifer, again, I have to thank you so much for giving your time to be here today to share with us. This was so fantastic. Um, and I loved hearing more of your story. So thank you again for, for sharing with us. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.